Hi, this is Nathan. Before we get to the episode, I want to invite you to join me on an incredible adventure this November of 2024. I am taking a small group of believers to Turkey, what the New Testament called Asia Minor, for a 12-day Bible study tour of the early church. We'll be studying the book of Acts and many of the epistles on location as we visit ancient cities like Ephesus, Laodicea, Heropolis, Antioch, Pergamum, and many more. If you are interested in joining me this November for a once-in-a-lifetime adventure as we study where much of the New Testament and early church took place, you can learn more by going to deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. And if you're interested, don't delay. Spots are limited and on a first-come, first-served basis, and a $100 discount is available if you register before May 27th. I do hope you can join me. And again, more information is available at deeperchristian.com forward slash turkey. Now, here's the episode. Welcome to episode 67 of the Deeper Christian Podcast. This is the podcast to help you study God's word, know Jesus intimately, and discover how you can build your life around Jesus Christ. I'm Nathan Johnson, and in today's episode, I want to talk about living the super abundant superlative life. Let's dive in. Yesterday, I was recording my episode for my newest lesson in Ephesians. In fact, just as a fun side note, if you didn't know, I every week I've been releasing a video and an audio podcast walking through verse by verse through Ephesians. So if you know me, I've been studying and preaching through Ephesians for several years now. And what I wanted to do is I didn't have any of the, didn't have a lot of the early messages uh, recorded. So I said, hey, wouldn't it be kind of fun to go back and re-record, re-study out some of these great depths of truth found in the book of Ephesians? And so I've been walking through verse by verse through Ephesians and wow, just the phenomenal truth is I've just been re-looking at God's word in a fresh way. It's been so exciting. And so just as a side note, if you would like to follow and join me along with these studies, I'd highly encourage you to do so. And you can do that at the Deeper Christian website. Just go to deeperchristian.com forward slash Ephesians, or you can check out the podcast, which is just the audio version of that video series. And uh, you can subscribe on iTunes and all that kind of stuff as well. But one of the things I just love about that series is not only are we walking through scripture and just seeing the majesty and the glory of Jesus Christ in his word, but it also is a great way if you want to learn how to study the Bible to kind of join me in your own personal study. So at the end of each lesson, I kind of give a quick thought of like, hey, if you want to study out next week's lesson, here's what you can do. And so it's a good way to learn how to study the Bible in depth. Now, we're not walking through technique necessarily, but sometimes you can learn a lot by just being in the, being immersed in the middle of all that. Well, anyway, yesterday I was recording the episode that releases this Friday, and I was just, again, captured by Paul's use of superlatives. <laughs> I don't know if you know what a superlative is, but superla- superlatives are some of my favorite words. Uh, the, I guess the official definition is that it's an adverb or an adjective that expresses the highest quality or a, the degree of something. And in other words, it's one of those magical words that is often used to convey the incredibleness of something. Uh, for example, you can kind of hear that in our everyday language. Uh, someone walks up to you and says, hey, how are you doing? And you say, oh, I'm good. Or, or hey, I'm fine. 
you realize those are horrible superlatives. And the reasoning is, it's just they don't express the highest degree or quality of something. In fact, I would encourage you the next time someone asks you, hey, how's your day going? Don't just say good or don't just say fine. Use a superlative. Years ago, I gathered some of my all-time favorite superlatives and I put them in a list on my website in a post. But let me just read you some of my favorite superlatives. And again, there's a whole list of these if you want to check them out on the website. But here are some of my favorites. Amazing, astonishing, astounding, bodacious, breathtaking, brilliant, dandy, delightful, epic, exceptional, extraordinary, fabulous, phantasmagorical, flabbergasted, glorious, gnarly, groovy, incomparable, incredible, lovely, magical, magnificent, matchless, mind-boggling, momentous, phenomenal, prodigious, rad, remarkable, sensational, snazzy, super-duper, tremendous, tubular, unparalleled, unprecedented, unsurpassing, wondrous. Don't you just love those? So the next time someone asks you, hey, how are you doing today? Don't just say, well, I'm good. Say, wow, I'm phantasmagorical, or I am terrific, or I am delightful, or wow, it's been such a bodacious day. Now, I, I get it. Some of these have been dated. You know, for example, back in, I think, the 60s and 70s, you know, the, the term the term was uh, tubular. Hey, how are you doing? Dude, that's totally tubular. And then rad came up in the 80s, you know, like, dude, that is so radical. And in the 90s, I remember being a teenager and and uh, someone would say, how are you doing? And, and they would be like, dude, that's the bomb. I'm the, you know, they had things, today's a bomb, <laughs> which never made sense to me because bombs, you know, explode. And uh, how does that, you know, how's that a good thing? But anyway, uh, and I don't know what the most popular superlative is today. I was mentioning the the Ephesians video lesson that uh, one of the students that I had not long ago said that the popular word going on in like the, the gang members of Chicago right now is church. Dude, that is so church, <laughs> which cracks me up because it's like, I don't know if they've ever been inside of one, but apparently that's like the cool word right now. It's like, dude, that is tubular. That is rad. That's the bomb. That's church. <laughs> but I love a superlative. And the reason this came to my mind is Paul seemed to love superlatives. It's like Paul had gained a grasp of the majesty of the mystery of the ages that somehow he saw Jesus in an incredible way. And he just said, I, I don't have words to express the what I'm seeing and, and what I'm experiencing and just the grandeur of who Jesus is. And so Paul, all over his writings, uses superlatives. He says, wow, the riches of God's grace and that, uh, that God is exceedingly abundantly beyond. He, he can go beyond all that we can ask or think. And he continues to use these superlatives. And it makes sense. If we're talking about Jesus Christ and his, re, his, his phenomenal reality in life, well, the only way to describe that is to use superlatives because he is magnificent. He is amazing. He is phantasmagorical. He is incredible. He is delightful. He is Wow, he is the superlative of all superlatives. Well, I want you to take that idea and I want you to come and look at a passage with me. I love what Jesus says in John 10, 10. And you probably have it memorized. But Jesus says this. He says, the thief does not come except to steal, to kill, and destroy. But I have come 
that they may have life and that they may have it more abundantly. That word abundantly is so fascinating to me. Number one, it is a superlative. So it's not just, hey, I've come that you might have life. Jesus says, I have come that you might have the superlative life. In other words, this is the life that is over and above. This is a life that is to the highest degree. This is a life of highest quality. And he's setting up a contrast. Jesus says, do not recognize that the enemy, that the, 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 work, of, of the work of the enemy is, hey, nothing but to steal, to kill, and destroy is to bring death and darkness. But Jesus says, in contrast to that, I have come. And why have I come? Oh, that you might have life. But not just any kind of life. I have come that you might have life abundant. And again, it's a superlative. That word actually for abundant, it's only used 10 times in the New Testament. And it's interesting when you actually look at how to translate that word from the Greek. Uh, let, me, let me just read you a short list of potential translations. Now think about this. These are all superlatives. But you can translate that word abundant as exceeding or more than necessary, super added, supremely, abundantly, much more than all, superior, extraordinary, surpassing, uncommon, more remarkable, more excellent, preeminent, superior, or advantage. <laughs> Do you realize that the life that Jesus brings, the life that he gives us, which is himself, is a life that is superlative. It is abundant. It is exceeding. It is more than necessary. It is over and above. It is surpassing, extraordinary, preeminent, superior. It is, it is whoa, it is abundant. So you cannot look at Jesus and say, well, you know, Jesus died for my sins that I might have life. No, no, no. You miss what Jesus is saying. Jesus is saying, wow, I didn't just come to bring life. I have come to bring life. I've come to bring a, a superlative life. I've come to bring this life to the highest degree and quality. I, I have come that you might have life. And you realize he's not talking biological life. You have biological life. The word that he's using here in the Greek is the Greek word zoe, which is this idea of, of the spiritual life. It's the infused life with the spirit of God. And when you have the spirit of God inside, whoa, this isn't just life. This is life. And it's a super abundant, super added, phenomenal, exceeding, more than necessary, abundant life. And you have that if you're in Jesus Christ. Don't you just love superlatives? <laughs> they just like give this richness and this uh, tone to, to, to the language. It's just, oh, it's so rich. It's so phenomenal. <laughs> so let me leave you with this. Do you realize that the life that you are called to live as a Christian is not just, well, grit your teeth and just make it through the day kind of a life. This is not, well, go down to your job and, hey, do well. And eventually at the end of your life, you'll get to go to heaven. See, that's not at all what Scripture talks about. Scripture talks about the fact that you get to experience eternal life right now. That you don't have to wait until your death and get to heaven to experience eternal life. Eternal life is now. Why? Because eternal life is a person and his name is Jesus. And that person who is eternal life is our life. He's the way, the truth, and the life. And he has given us his life which is a life that is a superlative. It is a life that is at the highest quality and degree. It is a life that is 
exceeding more than necessary, super added, supremely, abundant, much more than all, superior, extraordinary, surpassing, uncommon, more remarkable, more excellent, preeminent, superior, and to the advantage. That is the kind of life that Jesus is in our lives. What would it look like to live that way? What would it look like to wake up in the morning and say, wow, Jesus, you are my life, not just life, but life, that, that you are the super abundant superlative life that I get to experience, that I have truth and I have life. In fact, according to 2 Peter 1.3, I have all things that I need for life and for godliness. Why? Because he is my superlative life. Wow. Would you live in that reality today? Would you just walk around realizing that, that you have been given life, but not just any kind of life. You have been given a superlative life. Which is why when someone asks you how you're doing, don't just say, I'm doing good or I'm fine. Oh, things are okay. Because if you realize that you are in Jesus Christ, you are more than okay. Things are better than good. Things are more blissful than fine. Why? Because you have the super abundant superlative life within you. And as such, that makes your whole life a superlative. That you are called to live the superlative life. Why? Because he is a superlative life. And you are called to live life abundant, not just life. Wow, I love that. That is so rich to me. Because I don't want to just have a normal life. I don't want to just go through the, the normal motions of the day. I don't want to just go year after year after year doing the same thing over and over and over. God has given us all that we need for life and for godliness because he is our superlative life. He is life abundant. Well, thanks for listening to this episode of the Deeper Christian Podcast. For show notes of this episode, including a whole list of my favorite favorite superlatives, please visit deeperchristian.com forward slash 67 for episode number 67. And until next time, know I am cheering you on as you build your life around the superlative person himself, Jesus Christ. 